Hello and welcome to Reality Speaks. I'm your host, Jacob Horton, and we are here to talk. What's really going on in the world? What does the Bible really say, and how should we as Christians really be living in this modern world? Well, today we are heading back. Uh, It is back to a multi-host podcast show. My co-hosts are back from paternity slash paternity leave. And while we do have a brief cameo of uh, my nephew, Corbin Alexander Young, they are back in full force. We will be heading back into our discussion talking about the gifts of the spirit. And today's topic is the word of wisdom. What is it? How does it work? What's the difference in word of wisdom, word of knowledge? And, well, funny thing, uh, one of the first sources I looked up said there's no true consensus on what it actually means because the Bible doesn't go out right and say it. We go with Brother David K. Bernard's definition in his book, Spiritual Gifts, which will probably be mentioned quite a lot over the course of this series. So, sit back, enjoy, and let's get into the podcast. Now all the podcast recording is on. So, um, we are here, we are live, we are in person, and I have been joined by guests again, which has not uh, been the norm for the past couple of weeks. Um, so, guys, um, it's good to have you back. Thanks, Todd. Good to be back. So, um, how's, how have you enjoyed your two weeks off? It's been more than two weeks. Or three. It's been a month. Well, the thing is, it has been on the episodes we've uploaded. I have uploaded, uh, during the weeks you were gone, one of them was uploaded with you guys, part of it, because of our pre-recorded interview. So it's, it probably, has it been a month? It probably has been. It has been a month, because it'll be a month old tomorrow. Corbin Alexander Young will be a month old tomorrow. Yep. Is there any chance that the people will get to see him today? I don't know. Mm. Well, maybe. If you're good, we will let you see him. You have to behave, though. No, I don't. Yes, you are. <laughs> um, but if you are listening to us, like, two months from now, on 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 a podcast app instead of watching us on Facebook Live. The only way that you'll be able to see him if he does show up is to go like us on Facebook. So you should go like our Facebook page if you want to be able to see video format episodes. It's it's a extra benefit of liking us on Facebook. You should check it out sometime. But if you're only watching us on Facebook, um, there are a few things that are different if you listen to us on podcast. So you should go follow us, like us, 
write a review, etc. There's all that. Yeah. So here he is. I told you guys. Um, can, could you let the people see him a little more? There you go. See, there's the reason that our guests haven't been, that our co-hosts haven't necessarily been in all the time. Can you make a noise for our audio-only audience, Mr. Corbin? Can you talk to us for a second? Don't make him mad. Trying to make him grunt. He'll do it, don't worry. He he made a little bit of noise when he first got here. So, anyway, uh, I told you he might make a small cameo. I didn't know if he actually was going to. But anyway, see, I told you people were going to complain about you not showing yourself on screen. Anyway, uh, for the past couple of weeks, though, um, we've been talking about the gifts of the Spirit. Um, last week, I kind of really did our intro by reading 1 Corinthians 12. I uh, just kind of did an overview, mentioned everything. Uh, does anyone remember what the first one on the list is? Come on, guys. I, I know. I told you is. the episode topic. I was just oh. <laughs> not answering because I thought you were talking to them. Okay. Well. It's a word of wisdom. Wisdom, yeah. The word of wisdom. The word of wisdom is the first thing that is mentioned in 1 Corinthians 12 as one of the gifts of the Spirit. And it is in 1 Corinthians 12 and verse number, where did it go? 14. That's not correct. 1 Corinthians 12, verse number 8. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of Wisdom to another, the word of knowledge by the same spirit. Um, now, the word of wisdom and the word of knowledge are not the same thing, obviously, um, because they're listed as two separate things. So, what is the difference in wisdom and knowledge? I don't know, maybe wisdom is what you gained personally experience wise and the knowledge is maybe something you can be taught learn I don't know um, you can be stupid and wise I'm not sure that's a correct sentence <laughs> I'm either but it sounded good <laughs> actually yeah it probably is true yeah because I mean society version of stupid would be like illiterate you can be illiterate and wise. You can be uneducated and wise. I'm not sure you can be stupid and wise. Okay. I'll agree. <laughs> uh, see, I knew he was going to make some appearances here. <laughs> yeah. You can have wisdom and not necessarily be educated. Um, or, I don't know, maybe even be educated but not... Uh, necessarily make the best grades in school. 
you can be wise, but it's also possible to have, uh, kind of as Paul ends up saying here in First um, Corinthians 13, you can, um, he, he says here that, um, I speak with tongues of men and angels, have not charity, I'm become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal, I have gifts of prophecy, understand all mysteries and knowledge, Though I have all faith, so I can move mountains, and have not charity, I'm nothing. Though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, though I give my body to be burned, and have not charity, it profits me nothing. It's kind of like how he's talking here. I can understand all these things, and I have all knowledge. So wisdom is kind of like that understanding. Basically, it's understanding what you know, I think is kind of a good way to put it. Yeah. It's being able to apply what you know. Yeah, I always, I, I, that's why, why I said what I said is I always thought wisdom was like your personal experience and knowledge is like what you learn at like school. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but kind of this whole basic idea of wisdom before we get into what the gift of wisdom would be. Um, just basic wisdom is a, oh, sorry, a basic wisdom is kind of like, uh, Brother Bernard in his book, Spiritual Gifts, uh, says that the word here in 1 Corinthians 12, the Greek word is Sophia. Wisdom means understanding what is true, right, or lasting, insight, common sense, and good judgment. Well, that sounds like experience. Yeah, to some degree. And also, maybe not even just experience, but actually knowing what it means when you learn something. Knowing the meaning behind what you've learned. Uh, Like, kind of how... Have you ever memorized something but really had no idea what it was about? Yes. Yeah, basically Bible quizzing. Yeah, that's uh, that's what they warn Bible quizzers not to do, is be able to quote the entire book of First Corinthians but have no idea what any of it means. <laughs> be able to quote uh, the book of Psalms but have no idea what the application is. That is not wisdom. That's just knowledge or to put it in a more practical way of explaining it I heard it put this way knowledge is knowing tomato is a fruit wisdom is not putting tomatoes in a fruit salad yeah so that's your basic difference in wisdom and knowledge so, what do you think it would mean if if God gave someone supernatural wisdom for a moment instead of supernatural knowledge for a moment? What do you think would be the difference if God gave someone supernatural wisdom for a moment or supernatural knowledge for a moment? Well, um, 
Are you playing off of the wisdom is yes, like experience? obviously, or the whole last 10 minutes would have been important. Well, here's, here's kind of a, a way to think about this uh, spiritual gift. You're saying wisdom is experience, which that, that works to some degree. Is I know from experience that even though the book says this, even though the workbook says this, I know that it's probably wisest not to use this particular thing that might work in some cases, but instead to do this. Um, like, for example, I know it works to build this thing this particular way or this particular way. But I know from pre previous experience that it would probably be wise to do it this way because this customer wants it the first way. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. So, but on the other hand, we're talking about supernatural wisdom when we're talking about the gifts of the Spirit. So, you have about 20 years of experience on the planet. Right. God has all of eternity of experience. So, when you are given the gift of wisdom... You're not working on your wisdom. You're working on God's wisdom. That's where I was kind of leaning on with that was he's really old. Like God's been around for God's hard. really old. <laughs> yeah, God, God is kind of old in those terms. Uh, I, I would say God is old. That That's probably an accurate statement. Is it though? Is infinite and old the same thing? Uh, eternal. I don't know. What What do you think? If I had said someone would have been around for eternity, would you describe them as old? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, basically, um, I, I heard one man put it this way. Talk about uh, how sometimes some young preacher will be operating in the anointing. And somehow he's able to say things that his age shouldn't allow him to be able to say. But because he's operating in the anointing, at that point in history, at that point in time, he's really as old as God was the way that it was put. Yeah. I've heard that before. Yeah, when you're operating in the anointing, you're operating in the wisdom of God, not just yours. Or even the knowledge of God. Um, there's uh, another way he continued to put this here. Um, the f first part, the word portion of it in the Greek is a very familiar word to some people. Logos. I don't know, you've probably heard some preachers mention that. I've heard it, but I Logos exactly before. What it means. Logos is that same word that is used when it says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God in John 1 and 1. Uh, but Logos is about a thought or a statement. It is a, it's a thought or a statement, an utterance, a sound. So the word of wisdom... It doesn't make you unable to make, an, make a mistake. It just means that you have God's guidance on a situation. 
Um, it kind of makes me think of what Brother Gleason has said a lot of times on his podcast, talking about the whole um, idea of when God gives me a word, a lot of times he gives me a dark saying. Like he'll say, for example, he talks about that word that God gave him on the 4th of July last year or something. A light remains in Washington. Okay. I don't know I would describe that as a word of knowledge. That may be just a bit of guidance or a word of wisdom. <laughs> um, so, like he, he'll talk about a lot of times if God will give him a word for the church, it'll be very specific and applicable. But when it's a word for the state of the nation, it's more, here's some general guidance that you can kind of figure out as things start to unfold. So, um, this word of wisdom. Brother Bernard defines it in his book as the supernatural gift of a portion of divine insight judgment or guidance for a particular need supernatural gift of a portion of divine insight judgment or guidance for a particular need it's just a portion it's just enough to help you make the decision that needs to be made yeah or help someone make the decision or help someone else yes and a lot of these times if you're going to be operating in the gifts of the spirit it's usually not for you yeah cuz like, you've probably already covered a lot of the gift of the Spirit operate because of compassion, putting yourself in someone else's shoes, loving people. Yeah. Uh, this whole thing, the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. And it's really for the building up of the body of Christ. So, sometimes God will give you these things for you. But not always. It's a lot of times made to minister, to serve, to help. So, we need to be able to use God's guidance. And Penny commented here, we need God's guidance for everything. And we do. And that's what this gift of wisdom is all about. It's God's guidance on a situation. So what situations in the Bible do you think of that could be an example of God giving some general guidance on a situation that the disciples or somebody was about to get into? Well, uh, I mean, you I have mean, Elijah, you found him... <laughs> Um, in the cave on the mountain and he's coming to God and you know he's basically because Jezebel said she was going to kill him and he was scared and he was praying praying like basically what should I do and God gave him direction you know I, I, yeah to some degree I kind of feel like that that works but at the same time it almost feels kind of like a knowledge thing there they really tie together so t so tightly, though. It's kind of strange. Uh, like, a lot of... And I, I also kind of think about just the general idea of how the Bible itself was written. 
like it depends on how much do you think how much um how the how do you feel the Bible was written? It said holy men of God wrote as they were moved on by the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. And that that kind of feels like I mean, obviously some of it's prophecy, which is a different one of the gifts, but yeah. uh some of it's kind of um you know I feel divinely inspired to write the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I believe those are that shows David's previous experience, but it's tied in with the wisdom of God. I mean, obviously, I mean, the entire book of Proverbs, I would probably call a gift of wisdom, a word of wisdom, yeah. is the entire book of Proverbs. Uh, or, or yeah, even speaking of Solomon, I would say a word of wisdom would probably be, bring me a sword. When Solomon was presented with it's my baby. No, yeah, it's my baby. Ladies. <laughs> and uh, and Solomon's sitting there and he's like, Jesus, help me. <laughs> Whoa. But the Bible made him seem yeah. like way chiller than that, though. He's just like... He's, pro- he's probably know. sitting there, he's listening to him, and he's just... I mean, he was given that gift of wisdom years before. Yeah. So he was like, bring me a sword... He had to, I'll give you half, and I'll give you half. He had to, like, pause his AirPods so he could, like, really hear what was going on. Okay. <laughs> That's how. Solomon was super cool. Yeah. He was like, all right. Until he wasn't. Bring me a sword. Yeah. And, and that's kind of where uh, that quote from the book where he says, this doesn't make you infallible. And also, you're not going to constantly be operating in it. There's some very wise people who don't always have the wisdom of God. Keep talking. Okay. Anyway, uh, so you you're not always going to be operating in it, but you can be in that when you need it. It's a when you need it type of situation. So, it's a matter of necessity. Uh, And can you think of any New Testament examples? Because we're living in the New Testament world. So we mentioned Solomon. We mentioned Elijah. Moses writing the Bible. Or any of the rest of the others. Any New Testament examples you can think of? I'm thinking, actually. Judas. Obviously not. <laughs> I, I would say not. Um, Judas most definitely was not operating in a gift of wisdom. No. I'm thinking, though. Um, what? If you have some, you should say them. Because yeah, brother, I'll think I while you speak. In, in, in Brother Bernard's book, his first example he lists is Paul. Well, I thought about Paul, but I didn't think of a specific well, moment. Well, and before. he was... They were getting ready to sell off to the trial in Rome. And oh, he says, I feel oh. the Lord is telling me, we don't need to sell right now. And the man And the professionals were all like, oh, no, nah, it's fine. I've I've been sailing a lot longer than you, Paul. But um, not longer than God. <laughs> but... The Lord says, no, it's hurricane season, guys. 
<laughs> it is hurricane season, and they end up out there in the middle. And here's one thing: uh, the word of wisdom is not so you can do what Paul ends up doing before this story is over. It is not so you can end up saying, "Now, guys, you should have listened to me." <laughs> But I feel like that shows the human tendency, though. Yeah. The human tendency still exists. He's like, now you should have listened to me. However, let's go. And God, and God says, we're going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. Because I was told we were going to make yeah, it. Yeah, because God was never like, I told you so when Adam and Eve ate of that tree. Or that it says. <laughs> yeah, it's so that's- just... You know what? The wise thing to do is do what God said the first time. Yeah. But God does have enough grace to overcome our mid-sakes. Mid-sakes. Yeah. Is that what you meant to say? Yes. Okay. That's okay. It was... <laughs> to make a mistake. Yeah. It's, oh. it's a mistake. It's a pun. <laughs> oh, God can overcome our mistakes. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, we don't always do things wisely, but with the guidance of the Spirit, which we'll pray before situations, God can give us a word of wisdom. He can give us that guidance. I mean, have you ever just prayed about something and you just for no reason whatsoever felt like this is the wise thing to do in your personal life? It was just... God giving you that gift of wisdom in a situation. You're like, oh, there's no way I would have known to do that on my own. Or maybe just had a word from a preacher come to you and give you that guidance. Yeah. Okay. You got any stories you're willing <laughs> to share with Specifically, no. <laughs> and then otherwise, specifically, probably not. <laughs> huh? Like... Anything like you're willing to one, share with the world? It's probably one that I oh, might that... not want to share out loud. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, one of the first ones coming to my mind is... Uh, there's a very general statement that I've used in many occasions in my life that I've heard. Uh, just kind of a general idea that's been shared with me a lot. God is the Prince of Peace. So... If you don't feel peace about a situation, it's probably best not to do it. True. Um, I've, uh, I don't remember where I heard that the first time. I've. It's probably not necessarily the best advice to give someone with anxiety. Be like, oh, I don't feel peace about talking to the cashier. No. Better starve this week. <laughs> now, see, it was a word of wisdom because they said it to Jake. <laughs> who would understand? Actually, the first person I believe I heard it to was actually said to Ben. Oh, okay. But, and who then shared also, it with me. Also, ben, not. Ben had the wisdom. If someone gave that to me, I'd be, I'd be like, don't want to go to the cashier and talk to them. And I've heard it Better from, starve this week. I've heard well, it from. I'll eat grass. Steal this. And then, I, I, you know, I've heard it from. Uh, and then I've heard it from Brother Near as well. It, it's just a very general statement. I mean, it makes sense, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because obviously you can use common sense. The Holy Ghost. You can use... Like a moral compass. Common sense. Yeah, uh, if you It's have those Holy Ghost checks. Random yeah. anxiety about like, talking to a stranger. That's not the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
Uh, but at the same time, it's like you you come to a lot of situations, and it's just like you kind of feel like you come to some decisions, and it's um, one of these feels a lot more natural than the other one with where God's leading me in my life. Yeah. And if you feel more peace about what's not exactly totally natural, that's probably God leading you. As long as you know it's not sin. <laughs> yeah. Or obviously totally against the word of God. <laughs> yeah, make sure you're like, if you think you're feeling peace about leaving your husband or wife, you're wrong. Yeah, you're probably... <laughs> if you think you're feeling peace... Unless your uh, husband is... A whooper. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, if you feel what I meant was like you know cheating or leaving for someone else. Oh yeah, I was gonna make a joke and then the joke just didn't come out. <laughs> okay, I was like, I was like, you know, if he's an abuser or cheating on you, maybe that's different. Um, My brain just quit working. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm like just basic knowledge there um you know there there are special cases here but in general no yeah for sure if it's breaking one of the ten commandments god is not leading you there if if it's breaking a very well-known bible verse god's not leading you there yeah god's not in the pyramid schemes (laughs) That doesn't even make sense. It does. It doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. God would not advise you to invest in a pyramid scheme. I actually heard one man sure put that. it this way. Said, uh, I, don't know I believe. What a pyramid scheme is. I don't know who I, I do heard preaching it. I don't know if who I heard preaching it. I'm pretty sure I heard uh, Dylan Morgan preaching it today in uh, something he preached on Sunday. He said that. Um, he said there was a preacher that his dad knew who used to put it this way. He said, use the Holy Ghost when you're playing, when you're doing the stock market. God will tell you when to invest, when not to invest. I'm like, you know, I've never heard that advice, but <laughs> I, I don't see why it wouldn't work. Just pray before every investment and what God says to invest and invest in. I'm like... Uh, God knows there from the beginning. I guess he knows. I guess he knows new Blockbuster was going to go bankrupt. I don't know. <laughs> he probably knew that. <laughs> he probably could have warned people it's time to pull out of investing in uh, in that particular company. <laughs> I don't know. At the same time, I'm not 100% sure that uh, God would want you investing in movie entertainment companies. But what do I know? <laughs> I have a feeling most apostolics in the 90s weren't doing it. <laughs> you know, yeah. Follow the word of God. Godly counsel. Yeah, that's that's 100% true. <laughs> and that's one of the big things here. God will give you wisdom for you. But if he's not giving you wisdom for the situation... You have a pastor for a reason. You have evangelists and prophets in your life for a reason. You have your Sunday school teachers for a reason. You have your youth pastor for a reason. (laughs) 
your ladies ministry leader, your hyphen leader, whatever you may have in your particular life, a mom, a dad, if as long as they're godly mom and dad, you know, you might not want to ask your alcoholic father for godly wisdom. No, probably not. I would say not. All right, well, but yeah, if your dad is a Bible believer, by having a beer with Jesus, <laughs> if your if your dad is a Bible, if your dad or mom are Bible believing apostolic Christians, you can consult them for godly wisdom. They are a source for it. Uh, Son, if you and God can't drink to it, don't do it. <laughs> What, what, That's advice not to give yourself. <laughs> it's advice not to take. That is not wisdom. <laughs> what is wisdom? <laughs> what is wisdom is the word of God. Divine insight, divine judgment, divine guidance. That's what we are looking for. Um, another example that we get of... A, of this happening in the Bible was when Paul was had that dream or that vision of seeing a man praying, come to Macedonia and help us. He knew at some point my ministry is going to need to go to Macedonia. It's time to start planning. So he got his boys together and they started trying to get there. The devil put up a lot of roadblocks, but they eventually made it there and uh, won the world. Um, the Spirit kept told them not to go to Asia or Bithynia, and then they went to Macedonia because yeah. of that. Um, so there's plenty of examples in the Bible of God giving wisdom. Um God gave Peter that vision and said, what I've made, don't call it common or unclean, which was all there to yeah. prepare him for when he went downstairs. And he walked downstairs straight into, hey, we need you to come preach to us. Well, God just told me why, so I'm going to go do that. Uh, I'm willing to accept that because the Spirit told me it was time. Uh, there's times in life that you realize it's the right time because, you know, I just heard my pastor preach about that. Or I just read that in the Bible and now here I am in a situation that applies perfectly. That is a word of wisdom for your life. Yeah. It's the spirit leading you. So being spirit led, that's what we titled our last uh, series was spirit led so what will the spirit not tell you to do I mean I mentioned bible verses you know if it goes against the character of God the spirit's not leading you there yeah yeah um if it's not loving if yeah. it's not gonna bring joy if there's no peace in it yeah if it you're, goes against patience <laughs> you're stealing something uh, goes against the Ten Commandments. If it goes against the Ten Commandments or the fruit of the Spirit, uh, if it's not loving God or loving people, it goes against not just God's word, but 
You're a man of God's word. If it goes against what your pastor always tells you to do, it's not in the will of the Lord. Unless your pastor is just some ungodly, not a real pastor. Um, like, I don't know if you're... Don't say names. I was going to say a cult. I don't know if your pastor is like a cult leader that does sacrifices or or something. Or a Scientologist. Or that has wizard staffs. (laughs) There's only a few people who can. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Yeah. If it's going against the word of God or a truly called man of God. It is not wise to do it. It is not wise to do it. So it's not wisdom. It's dumb dumb. Yeah. That's a dumb dumb. It's a dumb dumb move. Dumb. Um I lost a train of thought there. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But one of the places that's most able to be applied is in the area of what is God's will for my life. Yeah. What's a specific thing that God is leading me to do? Yeah, God won't let you down. Uh, You know, there's a funny thing. I know there's a lot of people that say, oh, I never imagined myself being a preacher. I never imagined I would have been here someday. But there's a lot of times... Uh, you know, it's a funny thing. Um, Brother Woodward tells a story about how uh, when he was in college, he was going to go to college to be a teacher. And he felt like God was telling him that instead God was calling him to preach. So he ended up not going to college like that. He instead going off to Bible college and eventually working his way through uh, the ministry until one day he's now one of the more recognized pastors in the apostolic church. He said, but, you know, there's a funny thing. Uh, I was, he said, I've now uh, taught holiness seminars overseas. I've taught about the end times. I've taught this, I've taught that, and I'm very well known as being a teacher of the word of God. I've taught at Bible colleges. I've done this and I've done that. And he said, he said, I was preparing to go teach somewhere uh, for a general conference overseas or something like that. And uh, he was sitting there and he felt God say to him, he said, so you gave up teaching for me, huh? And he was like, it was just God saying, see, because you did things my way, because you followed my wisdom, that dream I placed in you was still fulfilled. It just wasn't in a high school or a college. (laughs) God puts your dreams in you for a reason. That is a word of wisdom from God. Yeah. Those dreams that you have. It may not look like your human brain is wanting it, but in the wisdom of God... It's something totally different than you may have imagined. Yeah. I mean, because obviously we don't see the way God sees things. 
But we do, like it said, it's a portion every once in a while. That's another, I mean, I guess, spiritual gift, isn't it? Like having a vision or prophecy, I guess. Prophecy is in there. Um, Yeah. uh, That's also a portion. It's just getting a portion of God's wisdom for your life when you need it. He gives it to you. Yeah, that's the thing. A lot of these are incredibly similar. In fact, the first... uh, I mean, Brother Bernard's book and also the Spirit Signal podcast both uh, grouped them in this particular way. That They grouped the first three, the next, uh, they grouped the three and three and three into three groups. And these first three are called gifts of revelation. You've got the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, and uh, discerning of spirits. And then also you later on get into talking about, uh, after that, faith and miracles, gifts of power, faith, healing, and working miracles. Yeah. And then finally you've got your, well, that's not what I was after. Anyway, that's besides the point. Anyway, you've got these all put into different groups. And in the last one, you've got the um, tongues, interpretation, and prophecy, which yeah. are, you know, like a proclamation of the Spirit. So they're all grouped together, and they all basically involve either the power of God or the, or the knowledge of God coming out through you in a way that you wouldn't have done it in yourself. Funny thing about the difference in the word of wisdom and the word of knowledge versus prophecy and tongues and interpretation, you're more in control of what you do with the knowledge and the wisdom. <laughs> and the whereas in the case of tongues, interpretation and prophecy, it's like you say this the way God told you to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, uh I mean, a, a word of wisdom or a word of knowledge could come to you about someone's situation that's pretty blunt, but then you wouldn't repeat that necessarily, maybe the exact yeah. And, and that's a funny thing. I've heard a lot of people put it this way. There's a lot of times when God will tell you something, and it's not for you to share. Yeah, yeah. Like, if God supernaturally tells you so-and-so and so-and-so are sneaking around doing this, that's not to come across the pulpit and say, Betty and Joey are sleeping together. And <laughs> God said, stop. <laughs> That's maybe for you to go up to Joey and say, uh, hey, Joey. God knows what you're doing. God knows son. what you're up to. And you need to stop it. He says, yeah, And that's all you got to do. And Joey will know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. He'll be like. How does Pastor know who told him? Just walk and be like, Joey, the fire snakes are already in your apartment. (laughs) (laughs) Judgment is here. But yeah, it's different from this whole prophecy or tongues and interpretation. And I mean, as Brother Gleason said in our interview, sometimes you think you've heard something in... It's just diary of the mouth. You need to get constipation of the mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There are times that you've got 
your own ideas and you're acting like they're God's ideas. Or maybe you even think they are. And that's why I've been pointing this out multiple times. If it goes against the Bible, if it goes against pastor, it's a no. Yeah. It's a no. That's pretty simple. Ways. Let, let the word of Sam and Cal just come to you. It's a no from me. <laughs> it's a no from me. Uh, it is not of God if it goes against the word of God. But yeah, and and sometimes the whole thing about the word of wisdom, it needs to be spoken wisely. Told wisely. Done wisely. Yeah. Yeah, because you got to be careful. Because you could ruin someone's trust or your, you know, just the value you have yeah, of the, being able to speak into people's lives. Uh, there, there are times that you know, people who are very young in the Holy Ghost um, just got the Holy Ghost or something and God starts talking to them and they have no idea what they're doing. They need guidance. If God is starting to operate in you in this way and you're starting to hear things or feel things from God, the first step is to do the same thing that the prophet Samuel did. God come to him. God told him, this is what's going on with the priest. He's got this and this and this and this. And because of it, these are going to be the consequences. He wasn't going to go and tell it. But then the priest come to him and said, what has the Lord said to you? So he shared it. The first thing you need to do, you need to follow Samuel's example. Don't go... You know, Samuel didn't go and tell Hophni and Phinehas what was going to happen. He went and told Eli. He, he said, well, God told me Hophni and Phinehas have been sinning, and this is going to be what happens because of it. So the thing is, God gives a word to you. Go talk to pastor about this word. It may be from God. And if it is from God, it needs to be handled by a man of God. Unless the pastor has told you that you are trusted. If the pastor has not told you that you have this ability to share things with people. Uh, there, there's a lot of times an evangelist will... Uh, I've heard stories from so many evangelists. They'll be like, hey, this lady has walked up to me and said this. Uh, do, do you trust her? Do, do you trust this particular lady? And pastor will say yes or he'll say no. <laughs> um, he knows. <laughs> so, you know, it just, there's so many ways that that could go. It could go wrong if it's not handled well. So anyway, I, like, I've, like, I've heard youth group kids that decide that they're being used in the gifts of the Spirit. And... They just need to realize this is something that needs to be discussed with a man of God before you just start laying hands on people and saying, the Lord hath said. Yeah. Um, it needs to be handled wisely. 
So I think that'll kind of wrap up what we're talking about today. Has anyone got any other thoughts on this? No. Okay. Um, so I think in conclusion, just um, if God is giving you a word, it is entirely possible that he is. If you've been filled with the Holy Ghost, these are gifts of the Spirit. It's entirely possible that God wants to use you this way. You do not have to be a preacher. You do not have to be a saint of God for 50 years. You could be in this for a week and God starts talking to you that way. I've heard stories of people hearing from God very clearly that haven't even received the Holy Ghost yet. It can happen. Yeah, it can. But you need the wisdom of a man of God. You need to read your Bible and be prepared for God to use you. And always be operating in love and compassion. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that can wrap us up for today. I'm going to lead us out in prayer. Lord Jesus, we love you. We thank you for all that you do. You are awesome and holy, righteous and mighty. You are the Lord, the King of the universe. God, I want to operate in your wisdom, not my own ideas, not my own thinking, Lord. Your word reign supreme in every situation, God. I give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. You are awesome, holy, and mighty Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thank you all for tuning in. We will see you again next week. And I know we touched on it a lot, but we are going to dive much more fully into the word of knowledge rather than just wisdom. So please tune again next week. God bless you.